Open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to him. Lord, bless the teaching of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're joining us, we're in the final week of a series called Hunger, getting ready for next weekend's series on smart, humble, hungry, and smart. And I selected this passage to teach from for two reasons. First of all, Psalms 34 is structured around a rhythm of testimony and invitation. Everybody say testimony. Shout invitation. invitation. And we're going to work through the psalm. So, for example, the first three verses we'll see. The psalmist says, I will bless the Lord every chance I get. My lungs expand with praises for him. I live and breathe God. Shout testimony. That's his testimony. Then here comes the invitation. Uh, if things are not well with you, listen to me and be happy. Join me in sharing the news together. Let's get the word out. Everybody shout invitation. 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 This rhythm of testimony and invitation. The second reason I selected this passage is because uh, for those of you who are participating in our 40 days of prayer and fasting, and if you're not and you would like to, I encourage you to simply write under the response of the message, pray 40. You can do that now. Uh, you get a scripture from me every day to facilitate your time in prayer and reflection. We pre-selected those scriptures and programmed them, pre-programmed them, so they would come out uh, as appropriate. It was this particular psalm that came out on March 18th, this past Monday. So why is that important? I'll bless the Lord every chance I get my... My lungs expand with praises for him. I, I live and breathe God. Come on, join me in sharing the good news. Together, let's get the word out. Why, why, why would this psalm be so providential on this past Monday? Well, it was because after five years of searching and looking and running into Closed doors and not yet moments. After five years of no's, this past Monday, we signed a 10-year lease with a five-year option to purchase. We have our own building, guys! By the way, I'm supposed to tell you that it's like three weeks in closing. You know, they're closing the escrow, but don't worry about that. We got it, right? It's all done. All right, this is technically. Uh, all right, so let me tell you about this building. All right, it's, uh, it's located uh, in the heart of downtown in San Jose, 72. All y'all from San Jose. Fifth uh, Street, 15,000 square foot facility. It's the uh, Tryon Theater. Many of you have gone there for a lot of uh, events. And it's got two theaters inside, one that seats over 300, another seats a little over 100. Space for our children and youth ministry programming. Everybody shout, across the street. Got more than a thousand parking places in a parking lot. Check this out. 
that's free on evenings and weekends. Come on, somebody shout, praise the Lord. Hey, hey. Two blocks in one direction down from San Jose State, a block in the other direction from City Hall, 10 minutes from Santee Elementary School, about an hour, about a mile from where the new Google uh, campus is going to be put, where tens of thousands of people are coming in. Can we just give God a hand praise? He's the Bob. So you see why I love the psalmist when he says, join me in sharing the news together. Let's get the word out. God is faithful. All right, let me tell you the plan. Now, I forgot to do this at the last gathering. You know, we, I tell folk it's going to be in San Jose and then we break out in praise. And I know that some of the folk are like, do I really actually, am I excited about going to San Jose? <laughs> So I got good news. Shout good news. All right, we're going to continue to worship right here in Redwood City. I'm going to continue to preach from right here, but we're going to have two campuses. Everybody shout two campuses. Two campuses. So uh, we're going to worship and here. We're going to have live worship uh, in San Jose. And then we're going to broadcast the message because of technology. We can do this. We're going to broadcast the message into San Jose. We're going to lay it out. It's going to be awesome. Come on, let's give God a hand praise. Now, let me tell you about the miracle. I just came about. Somebody shout miracle. A couple months ago, Pastor Tilden, who manages our facility search process, got a listing for the Tryon building in his email box. But he was so busy, he didn't get a chance to take a look at it. He was on a prayer walk a little while later, and he says that he felt God nudging him in an unusual way to go back to his email and take a closer look at that listen. Somebody shout, closer look. So he went back, took a closer look, was immediately drawn to it, got in touch with me and myself and our facilities, people, our staff, our elders all got over there and took a look at it. The building was listed for uh, $5.8 million, almost $6 million. We put in an offer for $4.5 million. The counter offer came back at $5.6 million, which when you calculate for what we'd have to put down, mortgage, all that stuff, was just beyond that reach. So we threw our hands up and said, we, we thought, that we, we, we were sure the Lord had showed us the building, but obviously we couldn't pay for it. So we didn't make a counter offer. We just walked away. Everybody shout, walked away. About a week later, another facility came on our radar in Sunnyvale, and I decided to act on what the Lord had impressed on my spirit to do. I reached out. To our friend Peter Powell, the owner of Valcomont, he allowed me to use his name today because what he said to me is, uh, it is his hope that other people will be inspired by his love for Jesus Christ. All right, so I reached out to Peter and I said, listen, would you consider buying this other property in Sunnyvale? 
leasing it back to us so that we might get a chance to buy it from you over the long term. I still felt this nudging that I should mention the Trinon Theater. So as I closed the email, this is an email, I said, by the way, we attempted to purchase the Trinon Theater, but we couldn't afford it, so we just exited. I thought you'd want to know. He wrote me back the next morning and said, I'll take a look at the Sunnyvale property, but I just want you to know, I almost bought the Trinon Theater just a few days ago. As a matter of fact, I told the owner, Peter said, that if he gets ready to sell it, let me know first. Then he says, can you guys use that? I mean, it's, it won't hold all of your, your, your people, right? I said, no, no, we're going to use it as a second campus. So we talked about it. He said, I'll get back to you. A week later, he called me. He said, uh, I just want you to know that I told the owner that I'll buy the building for $5.7 million if NBCC wants it. Do you want it? Yes. <laughs> Guess what I said? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so the reason why I picked this passage, that I will bless the Lord every chance I get, that my lungs expand with praise for him, that I live and breathe God. Come on now, that, 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 that if you're having a bad day, listen to me, hear me and be happy. Come on and spread the news with me. Let's get the word out. God is faithful. The reason why I celebrate this passage is because Monday we signed a 10-year lease with a five-year option to buy, get this, at the same price that Peter purchased it for. So he just bought it and held it for us, y'all. Come on, give God some praise. That's a miracle. Yes, sir. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. My, my, my. Isn't God good? <laughs> All right. So let me talk with you a little bit about some lessons. Because whenever God moves dramatically in our lives, he doesn't do this every day. So when he does... There are some lessons that he wants us to learn. So, uh, first of all, God invites all of us to be in relationship with him. And whenever we decide to enter a relationship with God, then the words of Paul in 2 Corinthians 5, 7 really defines our life. Paul says there, we live by faith and not by sight. Don't care how smart you are, how and the degrees you have, the moment you enter a relationship with God and say, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to be faithful in this relationship, that's the moment you begin to live a life by faith and not by sight. Now, I like the psalm. This, the words really captures, again, his, his testimony. It really reflects our testimony when he says in verse 4, he says, God met me, watch this, more than halfway. Didn't he do that with this building? Lord? More than halfway. Uh, and he freed me from my anxious fear. Shout testimony. Shout testimony. 
So there's some lessons here. Then the next verse he says, which I want to call, he says, look at him. Shout, look at it. He said, look at God. He says, he says, he says, give him your warmest smile. But then the next thing he says is never, everybody shout never. Never, never hide your feelings from him. So here's the insight that I want to offer. Whenever you start living a life by faith and not by sight, there's going to be great disappointment and great frustration along the way. So everybody shout great disappointment. So God wants me to say to you that that probably there may be some of you now that's in the midst of great disappointment and God wants you to say, you don't hide your feeling. Be honest about it. Be disappointed, but keep trusting. Shout, keep trusting. Let me tell you about one of our great disappointments on this journey to, to get a building. When we first got started, Five years ago, we assumed it would take about a year to find a facility that we could lease and that would be home. A year came and went. Two years came and went. Three years came and went. Can somebody shout great disappointment? And yet, it is not lost on me that God waited until the week leading into our fifth anniversary to provide us with the miracle of a building. It was God's way of saying, happy fifth anniversary. Come on now. So, 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 so God is declaring to anybody who's in the midst of great disappointment, walking with him, be disappointed, but keep trusting. That's the first lesson. Secondly, for those of you who are wrestling with frustration, he's saying, don't hide your feelings. Be, be honest about your frustration, but remain faithful. Shout faithful. Don't give up on God. Don't walk out on God. Remain faithful. Let me tell you about one of our great frustrations. Early on, we did some research and figured out who was the leading real estate company that works with uh, commercial properties in the area. And we hired them to help us to find property the first year. And two months or so went by, we hadn't heard from the company. So we called a meeting, asked them to come talk to us. We didn't go and we didn't have no attitude. We were cool. It was me and Pastor Tillman. You know Pastor Tillman cool. We, we were cool, peace-filled, down-key. Just went in and said, hey, you know, when... Well, how do we work out the communication thing? And then the thing erupted. They didn't say, this is my language. But they didn't say, that this is what they communicated to us. Uh, forget y'all. Right? They got up, quit, and walked out the door. Can somebody say quit? We were shocked, frustrated, like what? A few weeks later, Wait a minute. Let me just make this point. We thought we had the right person. See, I want to suggest to you that sometimes in life, when you walk by faith, 
you're going to think you got the right person to date. You're going to think you got the right person to marry. You're going to think you got the right person to hire. You're going to think you got the right person that's going to help you to to get the next promotion. You're going to think you have the right person that's going to be your best friend. You're going to think you got the right person. But when you walk with God by faith and not by sight, every now and then, God will allow what you thought to be the right person to drop out of your life so that the real right person he can put in your life. So they were supposed to be number one. Watch this. They left. A few weeks later, a lady by the name of Tenny Sy, who was a realtor in the area and also a follower of Jesus, said, I'll be your realtor. So we hired her. In order to be able to know about the church, she came to New Beginnings. And after coming to New Beginnings, before we knew, knew it, she joined New Beginnings community. Her daughter is a part of us. Her son-in-law is a part of us. The newest grandchild is a part of us. She, she, she became bought into the vision. But then, watch this. When we heard that God spoke to one of our members about NBCC and Valco, the Valco Mall. We thought that God was ready for us to launch a campus. We were in a meeting talking about it. It was Tenny who said, I know the owner of Valco. Guess what his name was? Peter Powell. And it was Tenny who facilitated the meeting between me and Peter. And when Peter showed up for the meeting, Basically, he'd already decided that he had an empty Sears building, 280,000 square feet there that, that he was just going to give to us if we could work it out with the city. Well, you know, the way I tell this story is it reminds me of, I've been married for 32 years, and before my wife met me, she had another knucklehead. And she thought she loved him, right? But, but he was crazy enough. Can you say crazy enough? To walk out of her life. And I'm so happy. I just praise God. I wish I could meet him now and I hug him. I'd give him some money, y'all. I, I would just celebrate. Come on now. I, 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 and that's what I feel about that company. I'm so happy they left. I'm so happy they quit so that God could send Tenny, who has connected us to Peter. And here we are today celebrating the goodness of God. Shout hallelujah. third insight that comes from our journey is that if you walk by faith and not by sight, you need to understand that God's knows are as important as God's yeses. Huh? Say this with me. Say God's knows are as important as God's yeses. God's yeses. See, you, we think we're working on one thing, but when God knows happen, he's directing us with his nose. Right, so we got all, we got engaged in the Valco project. We were ready to, to do it. And, 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 and at the end of the day, the city uh, just wouldn't work with us. And, 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 and as hard as we were pursuing a yes, God said no. And what God showed us in, in retrospect was, 
I wasn't ready for you to raise up a campus. That wasn't even what that was all about. He said what it was all about was for you to get to work with Peter and Peter to get to work with you. And for you to get to know him and know the integrity of his heart, know how he prioritizes the gospel. We watched Peter as his staff told him, you shouldn't be working with that church. It's going to complicate the Valco project. He overrode them. The city told them, you shouldn't work with this church. It's going to make you potentially lose this billion dollar project. And he overrode them. And we got to know him and he got to know us that we dream big things for a God who can do big things. Come on now. And that we operate in faith and integrity. And God said, I said no about being a Valco because that wasn't the point. I wanted you and Peter to get together. Shout no. A few, uh, a little ways down the road, we were at the Seventh-day Adventist church where we worshiped in Mountain View. We were grateful for them. One day, the bridge went out. And if you know anything about that, this bridge connected two parking lots and and, and the bridge went out. We could no longer, a hundred cars couldn't be parked there. Caused all kinds of chaos and people started leaving. We had the money to fix the bridge. But the powers that be wouldn't let us. And so we was, so I'm trying to get God to say yes. God said no. no. And in retrospect, he was getting us ready to leave Mountain View. He was, he was, he was making it tight on us. Come on now. And, 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 and you, do you know God will make it tight on you sometimes? Come on now. He, 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 you, you won't do it on your own. So he, he'll have to squeeze you a little bit. Come on, everybody shout tight. Tight, tight, tight. So making it tight on us. We, we said, God, would you say yes? He said, just kept saying no. And then, and then the pastor called me one day. Not too long after that. And he said to me, he said, we, we love you guys. He said, but we thought you were going to only be here for a year. It's now three. And we just want our building back. So we're going to give you two months to leave. And he said, we had a meeting about it. I didn't even know we were on the agenda. <laughs> He said, we fasted about it. I didn't know nothing about this. Come on now. They've been letting us go. And then fasted about it. And, and, and the Lord whispered you, if you were around, you remember me saying this. The Lord whispered, says, it's not them, it's me. It's time for you to leave this movement. Well, we're getting ready to start looking around. I like, I like the, the, the psalmist in verse uh, 4, when he went in verse uh, 6, when he says, uh, he says, out of desperation, I called out. Watch this. And he said, and God got me out of a tight spot. Has God ever got you out of a tight spot? A tight spot. Well, we were in a tight spot, y'all. We had two months to leave, nowhere to go. We looked at 70 possibilities in the Mountain View Palo Alto area. Every one of those doors just kept closing, just kept closing, kept closing. Just no and no and no. Here's another insight I want you to get. If you're going to live a life of faith, sometimes you're going to have to make a leap of faith. Everybody shout leap of faith. All right, the doors were closing. Then the executives of this synagogue came to us, knocked on our door and said, look, the church we used to host, they've moved to the Fox Theater. We now have a vacancy. We've heard about the wonderful diversity of your congregation. Come on up and use our building. And I said to them, because they in Redwood City, y'all. 
So I, I said, isn't that kind? That's so sweet. That's really, really wonderful. We're not going to Redwood City. Are you kidding? Because we did the math. And we knew that we would have lost somewhere between three to 400 people just because of the distance expanding. And, and we, I didn't want to go through that loss, but God kept saying no, kept saying no, kept saying no. In the meantime, the synagogue was over here. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. <laughs> Come on over here. As a matter of fact, we're going to charge you less rent for a more beautiful building, y'all ain't listening to me, than you're paying in Mount View. And so God said, boy, don't you see that? You're in a tight spot. The only way out, take the leap. <laughs> so we took the leap. We came here. Sure enough, we lost about 400 people. But then after we got our, our, our footing under us, God showed us some. Put the map up. Let me show you what God did. Now tell somebody, God always knows what he's doing. Well, look at this map. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. See, we were here in the Mountain View area. God said, no, I need to move you up to the Redwood City area. Because I got a, all these dots represent people who are part of NBCC's ministry. You see, over in the East Bay and all this. And watch this. He says, I'm going to move you further north for right now. Because I, I need a campus here because you're regional. Because I'm going to raise up people from the north side of San Francisco, all the way through San Francisco. I want them to start coming. I, 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 and I need to get you close enough. I got people in San Mateo. I got people in Menlo Park. Y'all ain't listening to me. Come on. And, and, and I'm calling all of them into a relationship with me. And, and once I get that going, come on now, you're going to look back and you're going to see that you're a regional church, that, that I got people from north side of San Francisco all the way down on the other side of San Jose. And when the time is right, by the way, some of y'all drive from the Haywood, uh, come on, east, east area, Haywood, and, and all these places, Oakland, San Leandro. Thank y'all for loving us, for being a part of this ministry. Come on now. Watch this. We did lose 400-some people, but watch this. Several hundred of you in the San Jose, Santa Clara area, you kept making the track here every week. Come on now. You said, no, this is where God has put us. And watch what God said. All right, I got it just where I want you. Now I'm going to put a campus right here so that you can go from being regional to local. Come on now, so that y'all in San Jose, you can come. But it's not just for you. It's for your family members and for your friends and for your colleagues that you're going to invite and God's going to do a great work in this greater San Jose area. Give God some praise. Tell somebody, trust God even when you don't understand. When you walk by faith, there will come a time when you can't play it safe, you have to take a leap of faith. Then the, the final point in this, that I want to make in this respect, in terms of lessons from the journey. When you walk by faith and not by sight, watch it, listen. Be wise, not reckless. And let God do God. Now, you know, the young people got to sing, you do you, I do me. That's right. So, so God wants me to say to y'all, 
Y'all do you and let God do God. Come on now. Don't try to be God in the midst of your circumstances. So listen to me. We made an offer. The counter offer to try to match it would have been reckless for us. We would have had to put $2 million down, which would have severely shrunk our reserves. We would have had to pay a, 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 a fairly large monthly mortgage at, at that level, which was well beyond. We had drew the line at $5 million. And so because it would have been reckless, come on now, we just walked away. We said, we, we, God showed us to it. We don't understand why. Just like Valco, we didn't understand why until now. But we know the wise thing to do is to exit. So we exited. Come on, y'all ain't listening. And, and, and God said, thank you. Uh, now you'd have moved out of the way. Now I can go ahead and finish my little plan. Y'all ain't listening. Come on, because, but, 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 but because before we got there, a few early, months earlier, there was a piece of property in Sunnyvale that the Lutheran church sent on a half of a parcel, two acres on a parcel. So they sent on one. They went out for bid. We, we were going to try to get it, but then the developers got in it, and the price went up, 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 up. The United Methodist Church sitting right next door to them, they said, we're going to sell two. And now you've got the chance for two acres. We thought, sure, we could get in, but the price went up, 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 up. So then we turned to Peter. Look at how God's working our relationship. And we said to Peter, look, we've got some money. We're gonna, we want to bid, but we know we can't afford both. Do you want to partner with us? And together we go in together to try to get this. And so Peter goes from, watch how God works it. He goes from allowing us to use one of his buildings for free to taking the next step of faith with us to say, I'll invest some of my own resources to help you move into the future. So together with Peter, we put together a $12 million offer for basically two acres of land. And do you know them boogers wouldn't even talk to me. <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. Come on now, because the realtors had pushed it, the, the developers pushed it up to 17, 18 million dollars. They said, unless you're going to do that, we won't even talk to you. And I felt like churches, dog eyes. I said, you're going to kick me in my stomach. And God said, stop worrying about that. I never intended for you to go there anyway. Come on now. Uh, I wanted two insights to happen. Number one, that's where we discovered that if we raised, if we built the building there, we were not going to leave Ridgewood City. So, boom, light came on. We're going to do two campuses. Secondly, that's where the relationship with Peter shifted into a deeper place. God said, that's all I wanted. And then when the time was right, he said, ask him. I asked. Peter purchased. Come on now. God was God. We celebrating today. No down payment. No monthly mortgage. Come on now. Nothing reckless. Just walk on into the building after we renovate it and worship God. Come on now. And reach folk who need to know the gospel. Sometimes we mess up when we try to be God and we move into recklessness rather than being wise. Now, let me finish this up. Let me finish. This is, this is going to make you excited here. Sit down. 
Okay, so now that was the journey. What does the miracle of the building, the way we got it, what does it mean for you and me and us together? Number one, everybody shout God's presence. Shout God's power. The psalm that says in verse 7, he says, he says, God's angels sets a camp of protection around us as we pray. That's an invitation to go into this place of praying and fasting. And then out of that comes a testimony. Watch this, an invitation. All right, watch this. The second week in January, I had a talk with God. And here's what I said to God. I said, God, whenever I tell NBCC about your miracles, I have to tell them about what you did in Boston. I said, God, when are you going to do something in the Bay? God whispered to me. I was embarrassed when I heard the revelation. He said, NBCC is the miracle. Everything else is just a, it's a, it's a multiply this miracle. I, 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 so I apologize. He humbled me. But I said, God, if you let me, I want to push back a little bit in respect. Uh, then the, the psalmist said, don't hide your feelings. Just be honest. I said, so God, I respect. I get it. I get it. I said, but the people who come to NBCC every weekend, it's so familiar to them that they can't see it as a miracle. I said, what else are you going to do? Silence. Didn't say nothing. Reminded me of when I used to talk to my mama and she done made up her mind. And the next time I keep talking, she just silence. And when, you know what the silence said? You got about three minutes to get out of my face. <laughs> so I left it alone. Watch this. Watch, watch, watch this, watch this. So the other day, God reminded me of that prayer. He said, you were saying to me, you asked me, you said, why wouldn't I do in Bay, what I've done in Boston, so that people will believe. He said, let me show you something about the building. He said, what kind of building did you minister out of in Boston for 17 years? I said, well, it was a historical building, over 100 years old Presbyterian church. He said, well, what kind of building is the Trianon building. Y'all know it was built in 1923. It was put there by a church. Y'all ain't listening. It originally was a church. And it is now on the historical watch list. He said, that doesn't stop. It's historical. He said, now look back. He said, what kind of community did you minister in? I said, the urban community. He said, well, where is the Trianon located? I said, oh my God, right downtown, surrounded by the problems of the urban community, the homeless and the drugs and all that other stuff, including, the, uh, he said, wait, I'm not through. He said, he said, didn't you tell uh, NBCC that I raised up generous people who never stepped foot into your worship, but raised 3.3 million to renovate? I said, yes, I did. He said, that's what I did with Peter. He said, Peter has never come to a worship service. He's never set foot at NBCC. 
And yet God has raised him up. Come on now, because his heart is open to the Lord. The Lord has moved on him and has, 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 has declared that, that he would be the means through which NBCC would get our first building in San Jose. Come on, give God a hand praise. The same God that was in Boston is the same God that's in the Bay Area. The same presence that was with us there is the same presence that's with us now. And his hand of power shall power is heavy on our congregation and is heavy on your life. It's on your life. Because as you marvel about what he did with the building, he's saying, I want to do a little more with you. Brings me to number two. You know what the miracle shows? It reminds us of that building that God is hungry. Shout hungry. He's hungry for more of your life. He's hungry for more of your minds. He's hungry for more of your hearts. He's hungry for more of your dreams. He's, 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 he's hungry to to, to serve you. Text says that he gave his only son and his son gave his life that we might be saved. That's a, that's a God who serves. He's, he's hungry to serve you with salvation and serve you with, with deliverance, serve you with healing, serve you with grace, serve you with, with forgiveness that sets you free, serve you and not just serve you but serve through you as, as he reaches those who you know around. God says, I'm hungry. I gave you the building because I'm hungry for more. Shout hungry for more. And then he expresses his hunger by invitation. Shout invitation. Come on, here's how the, here's how the psalm ends. We finished. Here's how the psalm ends. He, he, says, he says, after he finished praying, then he says, open your mouth that you might taste. Open your eyes that you might see how good God is. Then comes the point, blessed are you who run to God. God is inviting you to run to him. Come on now. Not, not, not money, not all these other things. Run to him. It's a basic invitation. And as you go deeper in his purpose in your life, his plan for your life. Whew. He's going to bless you with his generosity. He's going to bless you with his grace. He's going to shift your destiny in ways you can't understand. Come on, let's give God a hand praise. That's it. All right. Ask the person next to you. Okay, now what you're going to do? Ask them what you're going to do. Whenever God does this, he, he expects a response. He wants you to respond. Now take out your connection card. If you've got the app, you can just pull up the app. Go to the connection card. Go to Next Steps. I want you to look at the section in the connection card. It's called Next Steps. And for some of you, the leap of faith today is for you to stop putting off, committing your life to Jesus. He'll be your you're going to be a Jesus follower. He's going to be Lord and Savior for you. Or to stop putting off coming back to him and aligning your life, get, doing those things he's telling you you need to do, even though it's a leap of faith. So if, if that's you and you know who you are, just check. I commit or I recommit. Just do it right now. 
Don't try to explain it, understand it all. Come on, take that step right now. In the midst of the, the words of the Bible, the, the water's being troubled right now. Step in. Would you? I talked to you about how God hungers to serve us even at a greater level. So his invitation to us is that we would respond by being hungry to serve one another at a greater level. So, so we talked about this last week, but, but I want you to see that place on the bulletin that says, on your connection card that says serve. Maybe you're not going to be here Easter, so maybe you can't serve on Easter. But I want you to check that as your way of saying, you know what, I'm ready to serve on a different level. I, listen, we're going to need gifts. When, when we launch that campus, man, we're we, 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 we going to need people to sing and play instruments. We're going to need hosts and parkers and hospitality people. But we will need your gifts, even though the fact is we need them now. A lot of you look and say, oh, it's okay. It's been taken. This building says there's a new opportunities for you to serve. So check serve. Now I want you to look at the bottom of the card. Turn it, turn it, turn it over. And you, there's some places. If you are going to be here on Easter, don't put it off any longer. Just say, I'm here. Here's where I'm going to check. Count me in for serving for Easter. Just check one of those things. And then I want you to look at the response to the message. By the way, if you're not a part of our our prayer and fasting for 40 days and you want to be you want to start getting those scriptures just write pray 40 under the response to the message pick a place and a time and five minutes every day that you're going to engage God that's all you got to do that's you're willing to do that just write pray 40 and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll start sending you tomorrow the scriptures and then invite everybody shout invite he expresses his hunger through invitation and he's going to reach a whole lot of people not through me, but through you. Your family, your friends, your relationships. But you're going to have to be courageous enough to do what God does and start inviting. So if you will, just simply say, I'll spread the news and invite. Count me in. I'll spread the news and invite. And the very last thing I want to suggest that you do. You can do it today or you can do it during the week or you can do it next week. Here's what my wife and I are going to do because God has blessed us with his generosity in that building. So I'm going to respond by giving a generosity gift, just a thank you offering. And I want to invite all of you to consider on our fifth anniversary to, to follow through with a, with, with a thank you offering, whatever you choose. It's, envelopes are there. You can do it through the app or you can do it online when you go home. You have some time to think about it. Come back and do it Sunday. If all you have is a dollar to give, it's a thank you offer. Go ahead and give it. Go ahead and give it. It will, it will mean the same as to God as the five million dollars that Peter had to give. And if you don't have anything to give, well then give God your praise and give us your service. Can somebody say Amen? Amen. Amen. amen.